Good morning and welcome to the Automation Morning Show for Tuesday, September 12th, 2023. My name is Sean Tierney from the Automation Blog and School, and this is the show in which I cover what's new and happening in industrial automation. I'm wearing a new mic, so I'm just checking the uh, the screen over there to make sure it's working. It seems to be. So I hope you're having a great morning today, and uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. So first up, just a reminder, if you do enjoy the show, please consider giving us a like and a sub on, you know, I don't, it doesn't matter if you're watching the live stream on LinkedIn or YouTube or Twitter or Facebook, or you're catching the show after the fact, maybe in the evenings on some other platform, please consider giving us a like and a sub. It really helps us grow our audience and find additional vendors to come on the technology and product show, as well as new vendors to follow, because we love hearing from you guys. With that, I also want to thank our sponsor, theautomationschool.com. If you know anybody who needs PLC, HMI, or SCADA training, please send them over to theautomationschool.com. With that, we'll get to our first announcement today, and this is from the ISA's website. Um, Premio is announcing the release of their new industrial-grade supercapacitor for redundant power. And if you're not familiar with supercapacitors, they charge extremely fast because they're just capacitors, right? And so unlike a battery UPS where they can take a while to charge, um, these charge almost instantly. And so very interesting new product, um, lots of information here. There's a video here, there's some charts here, different operating modes. So if you're interested in a solution like this, this would be great too if your battery backups are just taking too long to recharge. Um, you definitely wanna check out this new product. Um, from there, we go over to another announcement at the ISA's website. This one is about um, Path Robotics, a, a new company for me, announcing the next chapter in delivering fully autonomous manufacturing systems with their AF1. Now, the story actually goes through and talks about what this does, but I like pictures, right? And pictures give you, you know, can replace a thousand words. And here we can see the AF1. This system consists of three robots in this case. They have one loading a jig with metal parts. Then they have one welding it, which is what you're seeing right now if you're watching. And then they have one unloading it. Oh, this is a much better picture of it. So you can see what's going on here. And so very interesting system. Congratulations to Path Robotics on releasing it. From there, we go over to an announcement from the Association for Advancing Automation. This is actually a press release by Auto Motors. We've talked about them last week. They had some big news last week. And uh, this is about the release of their new Auto 1200. And uh, the 1200 means it can hold up to 1200 pounds. Very impressive. And so this article kind of goes through all the the highlights of it, well, I'm sorry, I should say 1,200 kilograms, not pounds. It's a 2,600-pound payload. And But the big thing about this is that it can fit into small areas. So what I did is I pulled up the vendor's website here, and there you can see how small it is. So it's a, it's a compact form factor, but with 1,200-kilogram support. So very interesting new product from Otto. From there, let's go over to, this is our featured product for today. The S7 uh, PLC course from theautomationschool.com. This course, uh, you can see I, um, one of the PLCs is missing here this morning, and that's because uh, I'm prepping to film the additional lessons for this course. So it's a bunch of little things I want to fill in, a bunch of little um, topics that I didn't cover in the main course that I want to go back and add in. So I made up a list of them. I don't know if there's like 12 different lessons or 10 different lessons, but I'll be filming those uh, hopefully starting today and for the rest of the week. And uh, once those are all edited and uploaded, the price will go, be going to the full price, $199. So now remember, that gets you lifetime access and support, right? 
Um, but in any case, um, if you want to get 25% off, whether it's just yourself or some people in your facility, now would be the time. You guys can't see the screen. There we go. Now would be the time to uh, place your order because uh, it's not going to be on sale for much longer. So from there, we'll go over to uh, an article over on the ISA's website. It wasn't a lot of news today. Yesterday was September 11th, and of course, is the PAX Expo kicked off yesterday. So I didn't find a lot of news as normally. But uh, this article I really enjoyed. It's giving second life to legacy systems through industrial Internet of Things. Now, I really like the case for, hey, look, if you get a PLC-5, right, and um, it's working great and you've got plenty of spears and all your people are trained up on it, and it doesn't just have to be a PLC-5, it could be a Slick 500. It could be an S7 300 or 400. It could be any legacy controller. Why are you taking it out and upgrading it, right? What is the reason? Why would you do that? Typically, if something works, we're not going to disturb it. If you have a truck in your business and it runs great and has, and has very low maintenance bills, why would you replace it just to get the newest and latest, greatest truck, right? Same with control systems. And there are times where you do have to upgrade, right? Do you have to make a new product and the old system just can't do that efficiently. But in any case, so I, I really, I totally agree with this. I know plants and plants and plants full of PLC-5s and Slick 500s all networked together, bridged to Ethernet, you know, feeding uh, data up to historians and up to, you know, uh, dashboards at the, you know, a company's, um, you know, home facility and providing, you know, real, real useful analytics. And so I, I agree with this article. The one place I would disagree, and um, I, I just think this is a trend that a lot of people aren't thinking things through, is the desire to collect, connect everything to a public cloud, which I'm totally against ever connecting your company network to the public, because we all know even banks with billions of dollars worth of uh, cybersecurity get hacked, right? So um, why would we want to take that risk with our company? And most companies, they don't need to feed live analytics to some far away, you know, corporate office, right? And if they do, they have intranets that are secured by default, not connected to the public internet or tunneling through public uh, connections, you know, with, with high-end security. So in any case, uh, still, I thought it was a great article and I wanted to share it with you this morning. From there, now this is the first one I've seen of this that I can remember. This is an article from WWT and it talks about private cellular networks. Now, um, in utilities, I can see this making a great amount of sense, right? You know, whether it's a water, wastewater, uh, a, you know, could be a solar farm, could be a wind farm, could even be a, a, a generating plant where you have lots of, uh, uh, you know, different areas of the plant or large plants like some large paper mills and other plants, cement plants. I mean, if you need to have communications, um, but you don't want to send your data over the public cellular network, having your own private cellular system makes a lot of sense. And it eliminates the uh, ability from somebody halfway across the world to hack into your network using the public internet, right? Because we have no, we have no electronic borders. So any, um, you know, corrupt government anywhere in the world can get access to grandma's computer here, right here in the USA, right? Which is kind of a sad state of affairs, but it's the world we live in right now. So in any case, very interesting article. Um, if you've thought about this before, you didn't, you know, you wanted to do cellular, but you didn't want to do it on the public cellular network, um, a great article to check out. And, you know, uh, I think you can probably get these services through to phone companies as well. You know, back in the day, back in the eighties and nine, early nineties, it was not uncommon to have lease line networks with the phone companies that were dedicated to like a, a, a natural gas company or a, a water wastewater system. So in any case, uh, just a really interesting article and I wanted to share it with you this morning. 
Now with that, we come up to an event here. I found this this morning. This is from Endress Hauser and it's drive efficiency, uncover energy savings and utilities. We all know based on current events, the price of energy is going way up, right? So great, seems like a great time to talk about being more energy efficient with what you have, right? Everybody would love to put in new systems, but if you can be more energy efficient with what you have, you can affect the bottom dollar today, right? So um, in any case, uh, this, uh, this uh, is from Endress Hauser, it's September 21st. It's at, there's two sessions, one's at 3 a.m. in the morning, that's not good for us, but the other one's at 9 a.m. Eastern, which is, which is good for most of us. And it, it's description, energy costs diminish, diminish margins. And, uh, you know, costs for steam, compressed air, heating and cooling cause challenges day to day. So here in this, uh, in this, uh, in this seminar, they're going to talk about evaluating energy performance indicators. And of course, Andres Hauser is a big name in the industry. So I'm sure they have some products they'll talk about as well. But in any case, I did want to share this with you. And the link with all the links will be over at automate.news later today. With that, we had some uh, new manuals here. We can see a new manual from Siemens on their PowerLink uh, 150. And then uh, that was 150 if you're listening. Um, then we also had a manual on Siemens uh, SWT 3000, SWT 3000. And uh, we also had a Rosemount 975 series quick start guide. These are their flame detectors. So that was new as well. Now, if you think I missed any news, there wasn't a lot this morning, right? But if you think I missed something, please send it in. Use the news tip link on our website. Also, we have a new theautomationblog.com forward slash talkback. So you don't have to use the submit news link to get in touch with us. So share any opinions you have. We'll try to ear them on ear if they're clean and, um, and nice. But uh, in any case, if you think I'm wrong about something, because I'm just sitting in one place in the stadium, you could be on the other side of the stadium and see things totally different, right? So usually, you know, if I think it's an interception, the guys on the other side of the stadium thinks it's pass interference. So totally get that. So that's my football analogy for today. In any case, um, yeah, send us any feedback you want using theautomationblog.com forward slash talk back. And from there, just want to thank our sponsor, theautomationschool.com. If you know anybody who needs PLC, HMI, or skater training, please send them over to theautomationschool.com. I found this great developer of uh, an app that I can't wait to talk about. We're about to ink the deal, and I hope to provide an app to all, a PLC simulator to all of our PLC students, past and present, um, and in the near future. But uh, probably a little early to talk about it, but I'm excited about it. From there, we go over to uh, automation.locals.com. We just broke 1230 uh, followers over there. Thank you. And we just got another new uh, monthly coffee supplier. So now I have another cup of coffee each month I can drink. Thank you. I appreciate everybody who supports us over here. That's automation.locals.com. And uh, just a reminder, after the live stream and after I edit and release this to all the other destinations and we create the, uh, the mini, we've been releasing clips on a couple of the platforms on the automationblog.com. And on some of the other platforms, we've been releasing little clips from the show um, to try to find new viewers to, you know, to try to get their interest. Maybe they don't want to watch the whole show, but th if they see a clip, they'll come in and watch the show. And for those people who don't have time to watch the full 15-minute show. Um, but in any case, once that's all done, I come up here at automate.news and add every single link I cover. And uh, so you'll find those updated every day, usually by early afternoon, if not beforehand. And uh, you can see all 103, episodes, all the links are up there. I also want to thank Siemens, who's uh, running some ads over at theautomationblog.com. 
Really thank them for their uh, sponsorship and uh, you know running ads there. We're also running them here in appreciation. So please check those out and see what they're talking about here. We're talking about ITOT operations um, and security. So very, very interesting stuff. Also have working on some new sponsorships with some new companies. We've got several podcasts we're recording. We've got two today we're recording. We got, already got three already pre-recorded. And so just some exciting stuff coming up. I can't wait to talk to you guys about. And with that, that's the end of the show. I want to thank you all for tuning in, whether you're watching live or you're watching after the fact. Really appreciate you all. Again, if you think I missed anything or you have any op opinions, use those links I just mentioned. And I want to wish you all a very safe, happy, and healthy day. And until next time, my friends, peace.